Blog Talk Radio. It's that time, America. Your very own nationally award-winning family radio talk show. Let's Talk America with host Shayla Thornton is set to air now. We feature the trending news stories, timely interviews you want to hear, and the hottest music in the industry. This show truly is news talk for everyone. Let others know right now that you're tuned into quality news talk that matters. You're listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. The broadcast begins now, 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 now. Welcome everyone, it is Tuesday, October the 3rd, and you are listening to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton. Welcome to a new week and a brand new broadcast episode for us here. I'm Shana Thornton, and can you believe it? It's finally October, and I sure hope you're having a great month so far. We are quickly approaching the holidays, and happy fall to you. Stay with us for the upcoming weeks for more original programming and balanced news talk gear just for you. We have some very unique and engaging content aimed to keep you informed in a very timely manner. We recognize that you are very busy. Now, please remember that we offer high-quality and professional news talk in a very congested industry. I don't need to tell anyone that there are so many options out there, and we are grateful that you continue to stick with Let's Talk America Radio. Now, if this happens to be your very first time tuning in, we gladly welcome you with open arms, and we sure hope you return to listen to future episodes. Do remember that you can listen in again at your convenience to this episode or previously aired episodes by simply visiting ltaradio.com. Again, visit ltaradio.com, and podcast episodes are available at your convenience. We present versatile content. Now, let's talk America with Hoshina Thornton Radio Show is a national award-winning family radio program offering informative news talk to every single member of your household, regardless of generation. Now, over the past four years, we've had the amazing opportunity to present exclusive interviews on so many diverse topics with leading experts and celebrities yet available. We will continue to cover issues related to health, law, politics, education, business, finance, music, and pop culture, and much more. We cover the issues that impact you. Right now, I would kindly ask that you use the hashtag LTA Radio. Please use the hashtag LTA Radio. It can be all caps or lowercase. It doesn't matter, but use that hashtag on your favorite social media outlet. Perhaps it's a famous Facebook, maybe it's Instagram, maybe it's Twitter, but simply use that hashtag LTA Radio. And it's for two good reasons. One, that you allow your family, friends, your colleagues, or whoever you're connected to on social media. That way they know that you are tuned into quality news talk. Let's Talk America Radio. And the other final reason is that it's easy for us to find you. We use the hashtag to follow our listeners. And do know and feel confident that we will follow back and support you. So thank you for being on with us now. Now, everyone, each and every week we present new episodes, and we aim to impress and inform, and tonight is no exception. Let's get informed about the trending issues now. First up, did you know that more than 75% of women eligible for breast reconstruction may not be aware of their options? 
Now, breast reconstruction is more than cosmetic. For many, it's an essential part of the breast cancer care process, helping women everywhere recover not just physically, but also emotionally and psychologically as well. Now, Karen Galenis, she's a Chicago actor and director, opted for reconstructive surgery after she was diagnosed herself with an abnormal BRCA gene that vastly increased her chances of developing breast cancer. She joins us tonight along with Dr. David Fong, former president of the American Society of Plastic Surgeons. They share some vital information. Stay tuned in and do message a friend right now. We are covering the timely topics. Also, what you may think is a food allergy may actually be an intolerance brought on by your own body's deficiency. Headaches, hives, and watery eyes may lead you to believe that you're having an allergic reaction, but a misdiagnosis could inflame the real problem. You've probably heard of lactose intolerance, right? But have you heard of histamine intolerance? It's caused by an enzyme deficiency that prevents your body from properly breaking down popular fall foods like wine, cheese, and chocolate. Sherry Toto, a holistic pharmacist and author of more than a dozen books on natural health and healing, joins us tonight to explain how to navigate this enzyme deficiency and still enjoy your favorite fall foods. So you want to certainly stay with us. And lastly, a new study from TransUnion shows that millennials are slowing their credit card usage, opting instead for credit products such as personal and auto loans, and are carrying two fewer bank cards and private label cards than Generation X consumers at the very same age. TransUnion Vice President Nidhi Verma, co-author of the study, joins us tonight to talk about these results, and it's very eye-opening, so you certainly want to stay with us. Now, as you can see, we have a jam-packed lineup, but it's not a very long show, and it's a timely lineup as well. Stay with us for versatile news talk. And remember, again, that if you missed any part of this show or you simply want to listen to it again, perhaps with your niece or nephew, certainly remember that you can jump on again by visiting LTARadio.com. Keep in mind that our signature in the news will air in mere minutes, and that's where we highlight the timely news of the day, and it's been very, very busy, okay? We have some new developments out of Las Vegas with that tragic incident that took place Sunday night. And we also have new music from the one and only inspirational rapper, Mr. Country Fly. So it's a full show, and we are covering the gamut, news, talk, and music. Right now, remind a friend, go ahead and text them or message them on Facebook and let them know that Let's Talk America Radio is broadcasting live now, and we're set to inform and impress. Stay with us. Hi, this is Shirley, and we just love listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Forbes. Hi, my name is Kavarka, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Hi, my name is Nicole Dodd, and I'm tuning in every Tuesday at 7.30 to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. This is Audrey, and I'm listening to Let's Talk America with Shayna Thornton. This is such an awesome show. If you're not connected, you really need to be. Read with us. Avant-Garde Books is a new, independent, online bookseller that offers a wide variety of literature for readers of all ages. We sell new and used books for great prices. Tired of huge shipping costs? Customers save money with us because shipping is absolutely free no matter where you are in the world. And with our Customer Rewards Program, you can earn free books throughout the year. Ready to read? Go to A-B-A-N-T. G-A-R-D-E books.net to save you time and money. Again, that's A-B-A-N-T G-A-R-D-E 
avantgardebooks.net. Read, be enlightened, be transformed with avantgardebooks.net. Welcome back, everyone. You are tuned in to Let's Talk America Radio. And with each episode, we always have to acknowledge our national sponsors and partners. Your support means so much to us. Thank you for sticking with us. We really appreciate it. And also to our individual donors. Thank you for all that you do, contributing to Quality News Talk each and every week. Of course, I'd be remiss if I did not thank our loyal listeners. You make the show what it is. Without you, we are no air. We aren't from broadcasting live each and every week producing new episodes. So thank you for your continued support, and we look forward to being with you in the future, as always. Well, everyone, it is now time for our signature in the news, and this is where we highlight the top trending news of the day in the last 24 hours, and it's been a very busy one. A quick housekeeping note, Let's Talk America Radio has partnered with SCBTV 182 on the Charter Network out of Georgia, and there we present the televised edition of In the News. If you're ever interested in viewing that footage, please visit LTARadio.com. Visit LTARadio.com. Simply click on the Vimeo link, and you can find that link at the bottom of each page on our website. LTARadio.com is your one-stop shop. Well, everyone, we are set to deliver in the news for today. It is Tuesday, October the 3rd, 2017. In the news, deadly Las Vegas shooting. An act of pure evil. Those are the words of U.S. President Donald Trump regarding the deadliest mass shooting in modern U.S. history. A 64-year-old gunman opened fire from a Mandalay Bay resort and casino room above a packed outdoor concert on Las Vegas Strip Sunday night around 10 p.m., killing at least 58 people and wounding more than 500 people. The shooter was found dead by police officers in his 32nd floor room hotel. Now, the suspect was a Nevada resident and is being described as a distraught person intent on causing mass casualties. The three-day music event Route 91 Harvest Festival began on Friday. It is estimated that 22,000 people were in the crowd at the time of the deadly shooting. Authorities are continuing to investigate motive and other factors, and we will keep you posted as more details emerge about this very disturbing news story. In the news, Supreme Court in the spotlight. A fully seated Supreme Court takes the bench this week for what many are considering to be the most consequential term in decades as ideological split judges consider cases such as the legality of President Donald Trump's travel ban, religious liberty, immigration, cell phone privacy, and voting rights. First up, the High Court will rehear two immigration-related cases concerning mandatory deportation of lawful permanent residents for criminal convictions. We will keep you posted on those outcomes. And finally, in the news, tough scientists take home the top prize. Three U.S. scientists have won the Nobel Prize in Medicine for their discoveries of molecular mechanisms controlling the circadian rhythm, or in simpler terms, our biological clock. Scientists Jeffrey C. Hall, Michael Rashbosh, and Michael W. Young were awarded the prize for their research in how plants, humans, and animals adapt their biological rhythms to synchronize with Earth's day and night cycle in order to control their daily life. The winners will share a prize around $1.1 million. Well done. Well, everyone, this concludes this week's edition of In the News. But you want to stay connected with Let's Talk America Radio because if you join us on Twitter, we share breaking news stories 24 hours a day. You news junkies are going to love it. And if you simply like staying informed, you're going to love it as well. Connect with us on all of the social media outlets, but Twitter will keep you up to date in the most timely fashion. And let us know your thoughts on any of the breaking news stories. 
certainly respond and share your posts as well. Well, in mere minutes, we will be highlighting some very important critical health updates. We're talking about breast reconstruction after breast cancer. Many who listen to this show are survivors themselves or have family and friends that are breast cancer survivors. We're talking specifically tonight about plastic surgery moving forward after the diagnosis. A very timely segment for someone listening in. And we also will talk about histamine intolerance. Maybe you've never heard of it, but it may be the missing link to what's going on with your body. Stay with us. Let's Talk America Radio presents news, talk, and music. We'll be right back on in seconds. Bold Favorite Magazine is the leadership lifestyle magazine highlighting bold people, organizations, and causes that inspire us to live fearlessly. Feature your business to our email list of 250,000 people all over the globe and on our engaged social media platforms. Bold Favorite prides itself on pairing your business with empowering articles and profiles to ensure you are seen and appreciated by people who want to support you. And bonus, advertise with us to feature your product on television programs produced by our parent company at no additional cost. Visit BoldFavorMagazine.com or call 866-611-3753 to get started today. The future favors the bold. Be fearless. Welcome back, everyone. It is now time for Inspirational Corner, and this is where we highlight one motivational statement intended to get you through your week, regardless of what you have going on. Maybe it's a busy career, maybe it's parenthood, or maybe it's retirement. Tonight's statement is oh so simple, but it means a lot. Tonight's simple statement says, keep moving. And that's right, keep it moving. No matter what you're going through, the secret to life, the secret to human beings being around as long as we have is to keep it moving, okay? Doesn't mean it's always an easy road that you're walking along, but we have to keep pushing, keep striving. And sometimes we walk slower than other times, but we have to keep that pace on point. May you have one phenomenal life no matter what you are going through. Your journey is yours alone and make the most of it. Well, everyone, in mere seconds, we are talking about a matter of hope. We're talking about research, and we're talking about the innovation of medicine. We're talking about breast reconstruction after breast cancer, and it's something that a lot of women and some men have had to deal with. And we're putting the spotlight on it with someone who's gone through it firsthand and also one of the leading plastic surgeons in the nation. They're going to join us in mere seconds. Right now, I can't remind you enough to please message a family or friend right now. This timely topic could impact them. We never know when the status of our health may change, and we have to stay informed and aware of our options. You're listening to Let's Talk America Radio. In mere seconds, we're putting the spotlight on the latest in health. Stay with us. This is Atlanta-based gospel singer, Davina Williams. You can find me at www.davinawilliams.wix.com slash gospel singer. And you are listening to Let's Talk America with host Shane Thornton. Yeah. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. 
Well, of course, here on the program, we put the spotlight on those trending topics that concern you and impact members of your household. And more than 75% of women eligible for breast cancer reconstruction are not told about all of their options. Now, October, as many of you know, is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and the American Society of Plastic Surgeons believes all women should be fully informed about their rights and options when it comes to reconstructive surgery. Former president of the American Society of Plastic Surgeons, Dr. David Song, joins us now, along with breast reconstructive patient Karen Sokitis. Hope I didn't mess that name up, Karen. They're here right now to educate us on everything there's to know about women's options for breast reconstruction. Welcome, both of you, to the program. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Very honored to have you on. Dr. Song, I'd first like to turn my sights to you. Um, you know, at the opening, as you can see, I mentioned that there are options out there, but why do you think, from your professional opinion, so many women um, really feel misinformed about their options regarding breast reconstructive surgery? Well, I think the diagnosis of cancer really uh, does a, a number on a patient, and they're focused on that care. But it's so critical to get a plastic surgeon uh, at the beginning of a cancer care team so that okay. patients are informed about all their options from implants to using your own tissues to a combination of both. So we feel that informing patients uh, is critical and important to our entire uh, mission and thus we've actually spearheaded the passage of the Breast Cancer Patient Education Act and the American Society of Plastic Surgeons feels that that's a mission to inform patients to give them choice and so that we can fulfill the mission of uh, patient care. And you mentioned something saying that a plastic surgeon um, should ideally be included on that cancer care team from the beginning. Um, if not, if someone, as you know, that's a hard-hitting uh, diagnosis to hear that for anyone, for their family members as well. Uh, so there's a lot going on in their mind, emotionally, obviously a lot of things physically in the body. If that's not going on, I guess it is acceptable to, to request that, right? Absolutely, and that's what the Breast Cancer Patient Education Act is all about, is requesting and getting that information for the choices that patients will have. Alternatively, patients can go to breastrecon.usa.org to get a sense of what recon looks and feels like, okay. to find out what resonates with them and what choices are appropriate for them. You know, that's what I have to ask you this. Um, there are a lot of urban myths, as you know, out there about breast cancer in general. And, and what we do in this program is try to decipher uh, truth from uh, fiction, if you will. When it comes to reconstructive surgery of, of, of any part of the body, but I think a lot of times with breast, there are some things, assumptions people just don't know or they have wrong completely. When you talk about reconstruction of the breast tissue for a cancer survivor or anyone that may have gone through something, I would assume this is a very safe procedure. Absolutely. You know, board-certified plastic surgeons and ASPS, or American Society of Plastic Surgeons, members have been performing this for decades. So this is okay. a tried-and-true way of restoring a patient back to, um, back to being whole and to feeling, feeling uh, like a woman again and, and restoring a sense of femininity. I see. And, and when we talk about the actual, of course, they're removing the breast tissue where there was cancer, then with reconstruction, um, you're adding something on again, which can, again, a, or add a lot of confidence for a lot of women as well. Uh, the safety of that is there where they can say there's not a possibility of the cancer returning? How, I mean, how does that work out? Well, the cancer returning is not a function of whether a patient gets reconstruction or not. Um, yes, thank you for clearing it's, that. It's based on, you know, the biology of the disease, and so we yes. know that in 2017, breast cancer is, by and large, very curable. And so mm -hmm. reconstruction Beautiful. is not, and there's 
tons of studies showing that there's no correlation with reconstruction and recurrence of cancer based okay. on patients that don't have reconstruction. Um, strong information, and thank you for clearing that up because I'm sure someone's listening right now in Chicago, maybe it's perhaps thinking that, and we're all about clarity. Karen, I want to turn my sights to you. You've undergone uh, breast reconstruction. Tell us about your personal journey from your diagnosis to reconstruction and your return to a competent, healthy individual. Great, thank you. So in 2009, I was diagnosed with the BRCA1 gene, or BRCA gene, and at that point, I had a, a care team uh, that discussed my options with me, and then in 2011, when I did show signs of developing breast cancer, my care team, including a board-certified plastic surgeon who was a member of the American Society of Plastic Surgeons, okay. um, they went over all of my options with me and really empowered me to make the best decision for my lifestyle. Um, okay. I'm a performing artist, I'm a busy mom, and Amazing. a working mom. Um, right? And so I wanted something that would enable me to get back to my very busy life and also feel confident and empowered and attractive right. and all of those things that you worry about with a diagnosis like this. Wow, and you, uh, what, a, what a beautiful testimony and journey. Uh, what are some obstacles uh, women face when making the decision to undergo breast reconstructive surgery, and what are some of the positive impacts it has on the lives of survivors like yourself? Yeah, so I think... In my experience, I think some of the obstacles, and especially with talking with other women, might be a lack of information. And okay. I feel very lucky that my care team included a team of doctors, including my plastic surgeon. And so yes. I thought that I was very informed uh, and empowered okay. to make the best decision for me. Uh, they also encouraged me to visit websites, like I think Dr. Okay. Spong just mentioned, right, with the breastrecodusa.org, uh, where you can look at patient testimonials, you can look at before and after photos, and you can really figure out um, what type of reconstruction is best for your body and for your life. Oh, I love that. And uh, this is uh, just a question for you, Karen. How important is it to have a network of people that's on board, not just your physicians, but, I mean, family and friends as well? Yeah, I mean, I think a support team around you, uh, again, I feel so lucky that not only did I have a great medical care team, but I also had the people in my life that were supportive of, of allowing me to make the best choice for my life and my body. Uh, and I feel like my support team, both family, friends, loved ones, and my medical care team, and certainly my board-certified plastic surgeon, uh, were able to sort of, I think, work together to turn a negative into a positive. Oh, wow. I've got a song I will close with you for someone right now listening to us. Maybe they have I've had that diagnosis. Maybe their mother or sister have, um, and maybe they're saying, okay, but perfect time right now to include on that care team of cancer a plastic surgeon. Um, I'm sure you know from uh, your experience there are different options out there. How comfortable can they feel speaking with a board-certified plastic surgeon about their options and what fits them best after uh, the journey or they beat the cancer? That's a great question and a great uh, opportunity to talk, to talk about the fact that it's all about options. It's all, all about being well-informed. And having a patient uh, have a plastic surgeon at the beginning of their journey uh, and their battle is critical to make sure that all options are afforded to them and they can okay. make that well-informed decision, whether it's using your own body uh, tissues or an implant or a combination of both. And again, going to breastreconusa.org will help to uh, to get that information and to, to get a sense of what things can look like and feel like for them. I love that. Get the information, have the conversation. I know you all said it several times, but again, for someone listening that may have missed it, what's that website again to go to? It's breastrecondusa.org. Karen, congratulations, and Dr. Song, thanks for joining us here on Let's Talk America Radio. Thanks so much, Shana. Thank you for having me. 
tired of going from store to store wasting gas just to attempt to find the perfect neckwear accessory for the special guy in your life? Well, TNN bow ties and apparel has made it quite simple and convenient with a wide selection of quality and affordable bow ties online. You're bound to find the perfect item for any guy in your life with TNN bow ties and apparel. We do offer adorable bow ties for young boys, including infants. Don't waste your time standing in long lines. Shop with TNN bow ties and apparel for exclusive deals. Visit TNBowties.com. Again, that's TNBowties.com, where style meets purpose. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Well, of course, here on the program, we put the spotlight on those trending issues that impact you and what matters more than your health. Now, maybe you're feeling nauseous, tired, dizzy, fatigued, anxious, and even maybe your skin is breaking out in hives. Now, you may be having a reaction to something you ate, but it is a food allergy you're experiencing or actually food intolerance. Now, correctly identifying the issue can help you with a whole host of health issues that may not realize and connect it to your food. Well, now that's something to think about. Well, I'm no expert on that, but I am honored right now to have a friend of this show back on. The one and only Sherry Turcos, and she is a pharmacist, author, and certified fitness instructor and health enthusiast who enjoys sharing her passion with all of us. And we're so excited you have made that decision, Sherry. Welcome back to the program. Hi, Shana. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being on. Now, I opened up the segment talking about some of those symptoms, and I think some of those specific symptoms may be a shock to people, but how can we tell the difference between a food allergy and what is described as food intolerance? Well, the key difference is that food allergies, they originate with the immune system. So your immune system is reacting inappropriately or overreacting to something that should be otherwise harmless. So if you think about uh, a reaction to peanuts or shellfish or eggs, those are some of the common food allergies we hear about. And these types of reactions, they can be mild. You can get a rash or or some hives, but they can also be severe. And we all know people that have anaphylactic type reactions, and that occurs where you're basically having a very severe life-threatening reaction. Your throat closes off, and it's a a medical emergency. You have to use uh, a lot of people carry an EpiPen for that to, um, you know, be able to combat that reaction. So those are food allergies with the immune system. So when it comes to food intolerances, a lot of folks are familiar with lactose intolerance, gluten intolerance. These um, types of reactions originate in the gut, so in the gastrointestinal system where your body lacks the ability to break down a certain component of a food. So you could have an enzyme deficiency or a sensitivity to a component in that food. So again, gluten, lactose, very common. We hear a lot about them, but one that we're starting to hear a lot more about in North America is histamine intolerance. And histamine intolerance affects a lot of people in in pretty significant ways, and yet um, sometimes it's a bit tricky to get to the bottom of it. Well, do explain what is a histamine intolerance and and what exactly are histamines? Because I think we we may be familiar with the term a lot of us from saying, well, antihistamine, I need that, Uh, but explain more. 
That's right. So antihistamines, a lot of folks have heard of those, especially if you have allergies, because that's yeah. a class of medications that we use to manage allergies. Well, histamines, there are actually chemicals that your body produces that are involved in um, reactions, uh, your immune system, how it reacts to a foreign invader. So we naturally produce histamine. It's part of our natural immune process. Okay. However, you can also uh, ingest histamine through certain foods, and some of the most common foods that contain histamine and higher amounts of histamine would be uh, fermented beverages such as kefir, also wine, champagne, beer, pickled uh, vegetables, uh, cured meats or smoked meats, aged cheeses, uh, pickled foods such as uh, pickles and then, you know, um, mayonnaise and stuff like that. So it's found in a lot of foods. And the problem is histamine is not necessarily the bad guy, but if you can't break down histamine in your system and it goes unchecked, then you can have a lot of unpleasant symptoms. And as you were talking in the, in the intro, what can happen when there's uh, high amounts of histamine in the system, it can actually cause symptoms such as uh, hives and dizziness, headaches, oh nausea, vomiting, flushing, abdominal cramps. You can have um, rapid heart rate um, and palpitations and anxiety. So it can cause a a lot of unpleasant symptoms because normally your body will will take that histamine and break it down with an enzyme. And so this enzyme, it's called diamine oxidase or DAO. But if you don't have enough of this enzyme or if you have just too much histamine in your system, that's when you run into trouble. Let me ask you this, Sheila. When we described the symptoms, and you did it again with the um, saying the fast heartbeat, uh, even dizziness, the hives, would that reaction happen instantly after having too much of the histamine or not necessarily? Yeah, it typically occurs uh, within, you know, 20 minutes to an hour after you've okay. finished eating a meal. So uh, what people will notice is um, that, you know, they're having maybe a favorite meal. It could be pizza and a glass of wine. Okay. And short time thereafter, you know, they feel bloated, they feel dizzy, maybe headache, maybe skin I flushing. See, yeah. And uh, they may think, well, it's, you know, something I ate, but not realizing that it's actually a component that's, common to all of those ingredients because when you think of pizza, for example, histamine is present in cured meat, so it would be present in pepperoni. It's also present in in wheat products and gluten products. And then, of course, red wine as well. So um, the issue, again, is that if your system is not breaking down the histamine, if you don't have enough of that key enzyme, DAO, then you can uh, run into some troubles. Well, yeah, sure, you've been on our program before. We've talked about different health concerns. Um, typically, there are people that tend to be more prone to have it, right, regardless of different things we're talking about. When this comes to histamine intolerance, are there people more at risk than others, or it doesn't really work like that? Yes, there are people that are more at risk of having this particular problem. It becomes more common as we get older. So folks may notice, you know, in their teens and 20s, they have no problem eating these types of foods that are histamine rich. And then all of a sudden, in their 30s, 40s, or 50s, they notice that, wow, I'm not digesting it properly and I'm getting these unpleasant symptoms. So what we know is that your body produces less of that enzyme DAO 
as you get older. So if you have less, less, less of that enzyme available, it's not breaking down histamine, and again, you can have these reactions. Also, people that have gastrointestinal diseases such as leaky gut, inflammatory bowel disease, celiac disease, they're more likely to have a deficiency of DAO. Um, if you are having inadequate amounts of vitamins B6 and C, that can increase your risk of a DAO deficiency. Um, but just generally speaking, we're finding out that a DAO deficiency is actually becoming more common in our society over the past two decades. And, and researchers have speculated why that is. It could be in part that we are consuming so many processed foods, so many fermented foods. You know, consumption of alcohol, processed foods is very high, as well we're exposed to a lot of pesticides and chemicals in the environment, things that really okay, tax yeah. our system. So all of that could be at play here. Hmm. Very interesting point there. Um, I would assume there is a test to diagnose a histamine intolerance? Well, there, there are blood tests that your physician can order to check your histamine levels, but it's, it's not always highly reliable. Uh, right okay. now I understand that there is a home test kit being um, developed to help people to determine if they have histamine intolerance and DAO deficiency. So that's something to definitely look for. Uh, you can check with a, a dietitian and nutritionist for advice on trying an elimination diet, but, okay. you know, let's face it, it's really difficult to give up all of those foods because the list includes not just uh, foods like alcohol or drinks like alcohol, champagne, and beer, but okay. we're talking about um, dried fruits, nuts, oh, aged no. cheeses, um, even some vegetables like eggplant, spinach, tomatoes. They all contain oh, wow. histamines as well. So you'd have to literally give up a, a long list of foods. <laughs> the other way to go about it is to pick up an enzyme that contains this DAO. So if you pick up a supplement that has a DAO enzyme okay. and you take it before your meal and if it negates those symptoms, if you feel better after you've taken the supplement, then that you know, would be helpful in, in um, getting to the bottom of it because then you may realize, well, I do have a DAO deficiency or histamine intolerance. And um, in Previously, it was really difficult to find DAO and enzyme supplement in North America. Uh, it was okay. widely available in Europe, but now there is a company that is um, selling it into North America, and the ingredient is called Umbrellix. Okay. So Umbrellix DAO, and, and if you're you know, researching and looking into this DAO deficiency, if you just go to daodeficiency.org, you can okay. actually read more about it and, and learn about um, you know, the symptoms and, and what you right. can do about it from a supplemental perspective. Sure. You know we offer a fair balance reporting here. Uh, with that DAO uh, supplement, have there been any studies uh, to really certify or validate any of the claims? Yes, there have been studies um, looking okay. at both the issue of histamine intolerance, how it affects people, the commonality of DAO deficiency. In fact, about 70% of people that have this histamine intolerance, they have it due to a deficiency of this enzyme. You know, just as we're talking often about people having um, difficulty digesting lactose and they have a deficiency of lactase, that yeah. enzyme, well, we're seeing the same type of thing, very common that people have, in, they don't have adequate amounts of that enzyme DAO, and so that affects their ability to process histamines. So very, very common, and uh, there has been research as well to show that if you have a histamine intolerance and you have a deficiency of DAO and you supplement with it, 
that it can dramatically uh, reduce those symptoms. And the, and the key thing to keep in mind is that you need to take the DAO enzyme before meals, about 15 to 20 minutes okay. before. But it works quickly. It's not something that you have to take for days or weeks or months to get an effect. It actually works okay. right away. So it's something to, you know, have on hand before um, your, your meals, um, to, you know, carry it with you if, um, if that is your issue. Oh, wow. And I know we talked about uh, the foods that may uh, be prone um, to really trigger this histamine, histamine intolerance. Are there any drugs, over-the-counter medicines that may do the same? Yes, there are a number of medications, actually, that can both reduce DAO and also uh, trigger the release of histamine. So uh, the, the list of drugs that um, would be problematic for people that have a histamine intolerance include some of the anti-inflammatory drugs like ibuprofen and aspirin, okay. some of the commonly used antidepressants like Prozac, Zoloft, Cymbalta, Effexor, some of the blood pressure drugs, even antihistamines, which is surprising to a lot of people. Uh, yeah. You would think that if you have a histamine intolerance, taking an antihistamine <laughs> would help combat that, but in yeah, fact absolutely. it affects your body's own ability to re release DAO. So antihistamines like Benadryl, Zyrtec, Allegra, uh, even some of the histamine-blocking drugs that are used to treat stomach ulcers, such as Pepsid and Zantac and Tagamet, those are available over the counter. People often yeah, grab okay. them when they have heartburn, and what those drugs do is they block uh, histamine in the gut, which helps to reduce acid in the stomach. However, as part of that mechanism, they also um, affect your body's ability to process histamines and break them down properly. So uh, they're not a good idea to take if you do have a histamine intolerance. But I think you make a valid point, as you said, um, previously that uh, to eliminate everything that would trigger the uh, histamine intolerance is, sounds a, a bit unrealistic, right? Because I think when you said blood pressure medicine, you know, uh, unless people have an alternative that has been proven to work, that, that's something they, right, if they're listening to us right now in San Jose, California, they shouldn't say, well, see, I feel those symptoms, let me jump off my medicine, because then you're affecting no. other parts of the body, right? That's right. Never stop mm -hmm. taking your medications. Even if some of the medications that I just listed off are triggering histamine release, you want to talk to your doctor, your pharmacist, because yes. there are other categories of medications that you could be switched to. And okay. when it comes to antidepressants and even blood pressure pills, if you stop yes. them suddenly, that Absolutely. can cause a whole host of unpleasant uh, reactions yes. that could put your health at risk. So you know, I always tell people, never make a sudden change in either okay. your medications or your supplements. It's important okay. to um, stay the course, talk to your doctor uh, or pharmacist to make sure that you're, um, you know, you're doing everything under under, under the proper care. Absolutely. And I think and one great thing is the option that you're saying that that uh, DAO supplement is available. So something that can help instead of people saying, well, I've got to eliminate this or that because some of those uh, foods that you mentioned, like spinach, for spinach, I mean, that's one of the things that are it's really healthy for us, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and even, you know, when you look at the list of uh, avocados, um, eggplants, spinach, they're all yeah. healthy foods, smoked fish even, like mackerel okay. and uh, tuna and anchovies, you know, very beneficial fatty acids. They're good for you, but, again, they can trigger the release of histamine. So, you know, I, I'll tell you, Shana, personally, I have um, celiac disease, which is a gluten intolerance, okay. and it's very yeah. common that people like myself that have celiac disease or gluten intolerance, we 
are also at much greater likelihood of having a DAO deficiency. And okay. so it's just through my research that I came across this and I was fascinated and I realized how relevant this is for me because I noticed over the last 10 years or so, if I was to have a glass of wine or cheese, which I love cheese, you know, I, it wouldn't settle so well and yet these things are gluten-free and I was thinking, well, what is happening? And then I realized that it's actually the histamines and my body oh, wow. is likely deficient in DAO. So once I started taking the DAO and supplement form, um, I picked it up, uh, the Umbrellix. You can get it online, and uh, boy, did it make a big difference. So I just, you know, I take it. If I'm going to have a glass of wine or I'm going to have some cheese or I'm going to have even my gluten-free pizza um, so that I don't get those reactions afterwards. But, you know, we're talking about something that really affects a lot of people and uh, something also that uh, we may have not heard, heard about. Yeah, absolutely, and I was, I was just going to say that to you, Sherry, that, I mean, we cover a lot of different topics here, and we're all continuing to be informed and be aware of issues, but this is something I've never heard many even physicians, when you go for your checkup, talk about, so I think that's why it's important to put the spotlight on it. Is there more attention now on it? Is that because it's a growing concern, Sherry? Is that a fair statement? It is a growing concern, and, you know, it, it reminds me of what happened with gluten intolerance. So when I was diagnosed with gluten intolerance, it was in the mid-'80s. Nobody had heard about celiac or gluten intolerance. It was thought to be very rare. And then fast forward 20 years later, now we know that gluten intolerance or celiac disease affects 1% of the population, actually more common than type 1 diabetes. Oh, Same wow. thing is happening with histamine intolerance. You know, 20 years ago, never heard about it, but now we're starting to hear more and more about it, and we look at how common it is. It's more common than celiac disease, and again, it really affects people as they they age. So, you know, you want to think about as you're getting older, there are things that change in your body. Hormones change, other health factors change, and what worked for you in your 20s may not work for you in your 40s. You may need to adjust (laughs) your supplements, your lifestyle, your diet um, as you get older. So, something to be aware yes. of for sure. I, absolutely. I think you hear a lot of individuals um, who are informed, but I will hear them innocently say, well, that's never bothered me before, so it can't be that. But, you know, I always say, but you've never been 42 before either, right, Sherry? The body that's changes. right. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> the body changes, like it or not. We all get older, and our system yes. does change, and so you need to change it up. And so, you know, this is definitely something that is uh, easily um, found nowadays. Uh, you can find supplements of DAO. So if you go to daodeficiency.org, you can read more about this condition, um, how it affects people, um, the supplemental strategy. Um, so taking it, again, in supplement form can really make a, a, a big difference in terms of how you feel. And it, and it works wow. quick, too, which is great. Sherry, before you leave us, I know we talked about food still for weight. We even talked about a solution. But are there any uh, wise lifestyle choices we should be allowing into our daily routine to help with the histamine intolerance? Yes, for sure. There are some foods that actually can help if you have a DAO deficiency or a histamine intolerance. So the the top of my list uh, would be to include more onions in your diet. And the reason for that is that onions contain a type of antioxidant called quercetin, and that is a natural antihistamine, and it actually helps to um, prevent your immune cells from releasing histamine. So think about that. Uh, another one of my favorite foods is pomegranate, which has you know, so many health benefits. Right. But pomegranate um, is helpful for reducing inflammation and uh, just has a, you know, a whole host of benefits in those tiny little berries that you get inside the pomegranate. Um, right. 
third on the list would be olive oil. Include mm-hmm. more olive oil, but don't cook with olive oil. Add it to your foods after it's cooked. Olive okay. oil contains um, an, a good fat called oleic acid, and that actually helps okay. your body to naturally increase the uh, release of DAO. So that can nice. be helpful. So olive oil. And then also chicken, um, eating more oh, chicken okay. and preferably organic chicken. Um, it's a good source of oleic acid, same as you find in the olive oil, and it also can help to increase the release of DAO. I love so those that. would be four foods to add to your diet. All right, and all of those are delicious from my perspective. And really quick, I know you are very big about lifestyle changes as well and fitness mm-hmm. and exercising. Are there any things we can do on that end? I would assume you would say if you can move around and get exercising, would that help? Maybe not necessarily with histamine intolerance, or maybe it would. Well, you know, indirectly it may. Um, if you look at some of the lifestyle recommendations that I promote and we've talked about just for general health and well-being, reducing stress levels because stress can throw your system Smart. off, making sure you get enough sleep okay. and regular exercise. It could be a 20-minute walk a day. All of those things will bode well when it comes to improving your overall health. So those are always, um, you know, my lifestyle strategies that I recommend. That's smart. And you know what, Sherry, you can't go wrong with walking or doing any of that for any concern, right? That's right. Absolutely. Regular exercise is great. It improves your sleep. It reduces your stress levels, improves blood flow, oxygenation, helps to reduce tension in your muscles, and it just, you know, makes you feel good. So get out there, get moving, and uh, enjoy more exercise and better quality of health. Uh, Sherry Turkos, always an honor and pleasure to speak with you on Let's Talk America Radio. Before you leave us officially, where can our national and international listeners go for more information about everything you spoke about tonight? So I'll give you two websites to check out. The first is for more information about histamine intolerance and DAO deficiency. If you go to daodeficiency.org, great website with lots of helpful information on this issue and also what you can do about it. And for more information as well, you can check out my website, sherrytorkus.com. It's S-H-E-R-R-Y. T-O-R-K-O-S, SherryTorkus.com. And if you go to my blog page, you'll see an article on this topic on my blog page. I love it. Sherry, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Shana. Have a great day. Hello, everyone. I'm Latasha Matthews from Columbia, South Carolina. And I'm listening to Let's Talk America with Shana Thornton. Hi, I'm Nikki Smith. I'm in Dallas, Texas. I love listening to Let's Talk America with Shana Thornton. I love the fact that it's a family-friendly show, and it has great guests, and it has great music submissions, and I think she's doing a wonderful job, and I will continue to support it, and I encourage you to as well. Thank you, and have a blessed day. Hey, how you doing? This is L. Hustle from Detroit, Michigan. You're now tuning into the Let's Talk America with your host, Shannon Thornton. Hi, this is Carol from Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm listening to Let's Talk America with Shana Thornton. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Well, of course, here on the program, we put the spotlight on those trending issues you want to know more about. And, of course, when it comes to credit, money, finances, all of that we need to have in order. And, hey, some of the older generations, Generation uh, X, or perhaps uh, those baby boomers or the great generation may think they have it together. But uh, what exactly is going on with our younger generations when it comes to responsibility, especially when we're talking about credit and spending habits? I'm so excited right now to have someone back on the program that's been with us before. She's a friend of this program. She's with TransUnion, Nitty Burma. Welcome back to the program. 
Thank you for having me here, Shana. Thank you for being on with us. What's going on right now, especially when we uh, target our millennials or Generation Z in terms of spending habits and credit? So TransUnion conducted a study to understand the differences in credit participation and preferences for two very important generations, the millennials and Gen X. These two generations make about half of the buying power in terms of income distribution in the United States. Our study found that millennial generation do not prefer to carry credit cards. They carry about two fewer cards in their wallet as compared to Gen X when they were 21 to 34. When we look at the mortgage market, it's even more challenging. They're actually opening about half the mortgages than their Gen X counterparts did in that age group of 21 to 34. I mean, so those are some, some differences there, especially when you compare Generation X and Millennials immediately following. Do we know why? So in terms of card participation, I think it really comes down to the mass market visualization that we've seen and the presence of mobile wallet and also the fact that we've seen a large usage, um, increase in usage on the debit cards as compared to the credit cards. When you look at the mortgage market finding that we had, it really goes back to understanding the labor market conditions that millennials had when they entered the market to, um, to that peak age of employment. And as you know, seven, eight years ago, we really had a very weak labor market. Um, so those two factors leading to the fact that there, there are delays getting into the mortgage market, and clearly credit access has changed significantly since we came out of those credit-happy years. But on the contrary, Shana, what I'd love to share is that we were surprised to find that when we looked at auto loans or leases, they clearly do open auto loans or leases. In fact, they, were, uh, they are opening 20% higher auto loans or leases as compared to the Gen X uh, counterparts. And personal loans, even more surprising, they're actually opening personal loans at double the rate than observed in the Gen X when they were in that age of 21 to 34. That's interesting, and I, I don't know if your study um, that you're reviewing focused on this any, but do we know if any of that correlates with uh, the education level of Generation X versus Millennials? Do we know any of that? I think it's more related to the access available in the market than education. So if you think about the surgeons of the FinTech uh, fintech supplying credit in the market through online access. It's really easy to go in and apply for a loan, shop for a loan, and that's really uh, created that difference in part preferences uh, towards personal loans as compared to what we observed in the credit card market. I've asked this, Mimi, because we've had other individuals on who have said there is some proof that uh, millennials are staying at home longer than what Generation X or previous generations have ever done. Uh, do you think that could be uh, some sort of impact on their, uh, what we're seeing with their credit habits? Um, so clearly, there are findings that talk about millennials staying with their parents for longer, um, staying home for longer. You know, if you, again, going back to the labor market conditions and when you think about the peak unemployment rate when millennials got into the market to uh, look for a job that's created some of that gap in them participating in the mortgage market and clearly okay. there's created a gap in income between the two generations uh, becoming a hindrance in terms of opening a mortgage. Yeah. Uh, of course, you're a TransUnion, you've been with them for years and an industry expert. 
are there any lessons uh, for someone right now, maybe they're a parent of a millennial or a parent of a Generation Xer or a Generation Xer themselves, any lessons we should be taking away from this? Younger consumers uh, provide a huge opportunities for lenders in terms of growth. When you look at consumers who turn 40 in the next decade, they present the largest opportunity in terms of loan originations. They're okay. reaching that peak age of earnings, and as younger generations, the millennials, reach that age, I think it's really important to understand their preferences in terms of credit cards as well as preferences in terms of what um, they prefer to carry in their wallet. I see. And as far as our younger generation, Generation Z, as they are coming up, um, often the children are the product of Generation X and some older millennials, uh, what should we be teaching or instructing our children, that Generation Z, um, about uh, spending habits and credit and cash? I think those habits uh, should really be consistent across all generations, whether it be Gen Z or Gen X or uh, millennials. And that is really understanding how to manage your credit effectively. Okay. Uh, being able to make payments on a regular basis, not missing a payment because payment behavior really impacts the score of a consumer's um, in a credit report. That's one of the largest drivers. You know, continue to make your payments. If you okay. are going to make a payment, make sure you make an arrangement with your lender. And that should be consistent across all generations. And uh, what great advice, I have to ask you this as well, uh, when it comes to overextending yourself, right, there's so many questions out there, uh, even baby boomers sometimes uh, make this mistake or habit, if you will, whether they say, oh, well, I'll apply for it and they approved me for it, so it must be okay for me to do. Any advice for those interested in improving their credit or maintaining a good credit score and understanding just because every offer is on the table doesn't mean you should pursue it? You know, again, it goes back to understanding that if you are carrying a large balance on your credit card, understand that as rates go up, interest rate environment changes, that is going to impact your payment. So even though you might think you can afford it today, be mindful of when rates do change, it is going to have an impact on your payment obligations. Be mindful of how much debt are you carrying on your card um, and continue to, again, be able to make payments against those debts um, and not be delinquent. Wow, what great information. Always a pleasure to have you on Let's Talk America Radio. Where can our national and international listeners go for additional information about everything you spoke about and maybe more information about this new study? Yes, so for more details on our study, visit us at com slash millennials. Thank you so much for joining us here. Thank you for having me here, Shana. Hi, this is College Senior at the College of Worcester, Brenda Core, and you're listening to Let's Talk America Radio with Sheena Thornton. Well, everyone, that's a wrap for tonight's edition of Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton Radio Show. But stay with us. Next week, same time, same place, we'll broadcast a brand new episode, okay, at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time on Tuesday night. But listen in at your convenience. We recognize that many of you don't always have the opportunity to listen to the live broadcast, but you go back and you listen to the replay podcast and you share and you certainly send us your messages on your thoughts and questions about each episode. Thank you. Please continue to do that. Well, of course, we close out each episode of Let's Talk America Radio with new music. And tonight's music belongs to Adriel Mallard out of Atlanta. He's very
better known by the musician named Mr. Country Fly. And the name of this track is Open Your Heart. Open Your Heart. Check out the track, and if you have any ideas on it or feedback, certainly share with us on Twitter, and we will certainly retweet your thoughts and questions, okay? If you have any questions for us, the best way to reach us is go to ltaradio.com. LTARadio.com, and there you're going to find a link to contact us. And we always respond to our loyal listeners. We accept all feedback. Thank you so much. Again, open your heart. We'll close us out. Have a phenomenal week and stay informed. Let's Talk America Radio. We present news, talk, and music. Let's Talk America Radio is an entity of Hatchet and Thomas Enterprises, LLC. All content original, copyright 2017. Views of the guests are their own. They do not represent those of the staff or production team of Let's Talk America Radio. For more information, please visit www.ltaradio.com. You ready? You ready to give it up? You ready to walk away? Can you open your heart? Can you let it in? I just wanna let it go While my heart feel with anger walking down the struggle road The why I bear this burden must be reaping what I sow It's only God knows the fire burning in my soul Through the gospel so we witness revelations we were showed And the problems of the past be a hope we can't control Like we think it's suicide, he could save me, I was told But it's scared to let him in cause my heart is sort of cold I sold your soul, wanna be a better man With the highest that the gifts we see, the devil got a plan This probation got me stuck, see I gotta see the man He don't care about my Feelings understand the circumstance All the pressure in my life got me turned into the street Cause I can't find a job and my family gotta eat You got this monkey on my back and it's got me feeling weak You say this life is winning, all I'm seeing is defeat Thank you. 
Savior. Amen. 